kind of a, a wimpy crack, but uh, our cracks have gotten worse, haven't they? They've gotten worse and worse. I honestly going down, uh, drinking a whole lot less liquid. We've got terrible cracks now. But welcome into another episode of Two Beer Buzz. Um, I'm joined by Ed, and we have a very special guest today. Uh, Grant Vanderwall has joined us. Um, so we're going to start by going around the Zoom. Uh, we'll kick it off with Grant first. Grant, if you want to introduce yourself and give us a little bit of, of information about you. Yeah. Um, huge fan of the show. Uh, first time being on with you guys, so pretty pumped about that. Um, I'm married to my wife, Hannah. We've been married about four years. Um, and we got a seven-month-old daughter, Lainey. Um, keeps us busy for sure. And for work, I'm a firefighter at the city of Grand Rapids. So that, yeah, it's, uh, keeps life entertaining. That's for sure. Nice. You've got a, a fireman's hat on. I can see in the zoom. I do. You get all kinds of Grand Rapids fire department swag. You get shirts and coats and. I get a lot of stuff, but not really stuff I wear outside of work. So it's, oh, really? it's kind of. You only wear it um, at work. Um, all the extra stuff you're kind of you kind of want to have a year into the job before you start wearing stuff outside of work. And and I'm about eight months in right now. So, are there rules about like what you have to look like, like facial hair wise, haircut wise, and uh, like what you, the clothes you can wear and everything? Like, is there like a code of conduct outside of work that you have to follow? Outside of work. I, I don't think so. I mean, you can't be repping, you know, firefighter gear to a bar or something. I mean, they don't want that. Oh, really? Um, in any of your uniform stuff, you, you just take that off outside of work. Um, Are you going to get in trouble then for wearing the hat? No. No, no, no. Absolutely not. The hat is it's a separate category. Yeah, two, a two beer buzz podcast. I, I think we're safe here. So yeah, <laughs> right. I mean, millions of people will see you. So yeah, yeah. Um, Good. Well, Grant, uh, thanks for joining us. We'll get your take on a couple topics in a little bit. Um, now I'm going to kick it off. Ed, tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm Ed. I am currently in. Minneapolis, Minnesota, and if you don't live under a rock, you know why that's a big deal. So, yeah, I'm here for work. Uh, I've been pretty nerve-wracking all week, but I think with all the uh, the three guilty on all charge verdicts, I think we're in the clear now. But, yeah, it's been, a, been an interesting couple of days in the Twin Cities. You said you're in Minneapolis. Are you close to um – Anything important? I don't know how big of an, a city it is. Um, yes, I mean Minneapolis and St. Paul are both. Uh, I mean they're within minutes of each other, and we so we have a warehouse. It's technically St. Paul. It's like right in between St. Paul, like downtown St. Paul and downtown uh, Minneapolis, and it's an area that sure. was like pretty heavily protested um, during like the first round of George Floyd protests last year. And so, I mean, like, I walked out, or, like, the street, like, right outside of our warehouse, like, businesses are all boarded up and kind of like a ghost town. So, but the hotel, I'm I'm staying in a hotel that's kind of outside of the city on purpose just because I didn't want to run into anything if the verdict went the other way. So, I'm in a suburb called St. Louis Park about 15 minutes outside of the city right now. Hmm. 
Did you like pause yesterday afternoon and watch the verdict come through, or what was your experience there? Yeah, so I mean, I I was I le- had been leaving at around three o'clock, and so I came straight back to the hotel and watched until I saw the verdict, and wasn't gonna leave if it was uh, if they acquitted him, I they're gonna burn this city down. So it, I wasn't gonna leave if that happened, and so it was all guilty. So I ended up going out for dinner last night, but yeah, it was a tense moment, crazy crazy times in the world. Nice. Um, and you? myself, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, I'm drinking um, an Arnold Palmer. We got a half and half, one of the big, tall Arnold Palmer cans. Have you guys seen the meme where um, there's like an Arnold Palmer can that's like toddler size? They just get bigger and bigger. Apparently, Arizona just makes massive Arizonas. No, but that made me think of, I don't know if you've seen that like meme going around, but it's like if you get like your first COVID vaccine as Pfizer and you get your second one as Moderna, they'll call it an Arnold Pharma. That's good. That's That's funny. Um, Anyway, uh, let's let's get into topics. First topic I've got on the list today, Super League. I've done tons of research on Super League the last two days. Well, tell us Ed, about what do you, it because I don't know anything about Super League. <laughs> I was going to ask you, Ed, what do you know about the Super League? Do you Nothing, know anything about zero. it? Zero. Uh, I saw like someone from Barstool posted that like everybody was like burning flags or like leaving or not. Enjoy- I, I It went over my head. I no, know nothing. Educate me, guys. So the Super League is uh, basically all the top teams in soccer are in different leagues. Some are in the Premier League, some are in La Liga, some are in whatever the German league is called. Grant, help me out. Uh, Bundesliga, I believe. Bundesliga. Bundesliga, there it is. yes. yes. Uh, anyway, so they're all in different leagues. So basically Super League was an idea to bring all of the top teams from all those leagues in different countries together for higher revenue. So, Grant. Take what? It, what do you? What are your thoughts on the Super League? So it's a pretty boring take, but I'm actually with like all the fans and analysts who um, were like, "Screw Super League! Like this is the worst idea idea ever." Um, it, do you have a Premier te- team that you typically follow? If yes and no, I mean I follow Chelsea a little bit just because uh, you know the best American player Christian Pulisic plays for them. Yep. And so I, I follow them a little bit, and Chelsea was invited to be in the Super League. Um, but the whole Super League, it was basically a big F you to all the other, you know, opponents in, in their league. And so, I don't know, I, I kind of like that, how much backlash they got, and then all of a sudden teams just start backing out one by one. That was pretty enjoyable. I, I love the drama, right? Yeah. Even if they don't end up doing it, I love that there was a news story that ran for like a week on the Super League. I mean, I, I like the idea of it, right? All the top teams are playing. And those are the best teams right now. Right. They might not be blowing teams out of the water. But, I mean, it, one of the thoughts I had through it is if they're starting to invite teams from other countries into the Super League, why not get a team from the U.S. into the Super League? Right, like have a New York soccer team that plays against all of the European teams with all our best players. Would you say like best American players or best MLS players? So, I mean, we could do it either way, but I think if we've got a team in the U.S. that competes against Europe's top teams, we're going to get other uh, players from other countries, right? We'll probably get some South Americans, 
that'll come up and play. Or I, I don't know. I just thought it'd be cool if the U.S. competed against Europe. What this sounds like is that it could operate as a function of like the separate Olympic committee that you are trying to start, Depi. Yes. It could just be partnered with the Super League and all these teams could c- compete within that. Did that episode come out? Did my Olympic idea come out in an episode or was that very i think we scratched (laughs) so nobody nobody knows about that idea so let me let me tell you about the idea uh again grant you don't you haven't heard it yet i haven't no so my idea is there's no um funding from the u.s government to the u.s olympic team which means there's no like direct connection between the united states government and the the u.s Olympic team. So, what's preventing us from starting our own U.S. Olympic team? And the answer is like we don't have enough money to do it, but we could do it and just call ourselves the U.S. Olympic team. Yeah. Nothing stopping us. Anyway, yeah, very similar to interesting take. The New York team. Did you, I? I mean, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, did you guys see like the uh, PGA Tour announced that they're gonna create like a forty million dollar bonus pool for players, like uh, the impact. What was it called? Like the. Uh, like player impact program and they're going to like pick 10 players and like come up with like 10 different metrics of and measure how they impact the game and like the top 10 are going to benefit from this 40 million dollar pool i i did see that so my question with that is where does a guy um while i'm blanking on his name is it harry riggs harry, harry higgs. higgs harry higgs yeah wow yeah where where does he fall because he's like a player favorite right oh yeah so yeah, does did, he, did they does talk he about... get into this even though he's not like he hasn't won anything yet does he fall into that category so let's see so here's some of the metrics they're going to use so position on the season ending fedex cup points list i don't think harry higgs is touching that uh popularity on google maybe yeah i might get some um their nielsen brand exposure rating which places value on um the exposure a player delivers to sponsors through the minutes they are featured on broadcast. That's interesting. Their Q rating, uh, which measures the f- familiarity and appeal of a player's brand. MVP index rating. Um, yeah, I don't think that Harry Higgs is going to fit many of those metrics very well, unfortunately, because I feel like he is driving a lot of popularity toward the game, especially with like the everyman folk that just like to drink and goof around and play golf yeah i mean those metrics are going to be really important exactly how they define them i mean google searches somebody can google their name a million times they can write a bot to just google their name a bunch and all of a sudden they're making a bunch more money right or i mean they could do like social media following like twitter follows or instagram follows or something actually like that's what's driving like that social currency is driving everything Especially like buzz on Twitter, right? Yeah. Like how many people tweet after they make a big shot or something? I don't know. It's it's interesting idea. It's once again, they're trying to pay the people that bring the most TV revenue. Su- oh. Similar to the Super League, right? So, so yeah. Matt, you just brought up Twitter. I'm a huge, huge Twitter fan. I'm on it all the time. Okay. Um, if you, I guess social media in general, top three... Twitter follows or social media follows? Well, um, I'm going to take this opportunity to first say, make sure you're following Two Beer Buzz on Twitter and on Instagram. Thanks for the the quick plug. Absolutely. Uh, they're, they're not my top 
in my top three followers, unfortunately. I mean, I follow them and I like all their stuff, but I'm supposed to. So, um, that's a good question, Ed. Anything that jumps to the top of your mind? I am trying to think. I don't. So I'm not on Twitter. Actually, the only people I follow on Twitter are too much Matt Yay underscore Diana and Two Beer Buzz. Grant, do you post? Like, are you an are you an active Twitter consumer or are you like a creator? Like, do you put out a bunch of tweets all the time? I'm much more of a consumer than a creator. Um, it just depends on the moment. Like, um, if there's a big game going on or the Masters or something, I, I like to retweet a decent amount of stuff, but I don't necessarily tweet a bunch of self, stuff myself. So, Do you like a bunch of stuff? No, I, I retweet stuff. Only retweet? You don't like it? Pretty much, yeah. Are, are we counting like wow. Instagram in this too, or strictly Twitter? Twitter, uh, like your top three? Or top, is the question top three Twitter or top three social media? Just general social media, I think. I'm a big e news guy. I get a lot of my. I like to keep up with my pop culture, and so all the breaking news stories from e news. Read all those. What type of stories has e news pumping out recently? I have no idea what they would even say. Um, you know, I've been keeping up on uh, Travis uh, Travis Barker and Courtney uh, Kardashian's relationship. I think okay. that's going public now. I mean, E! News will do like pop culture. They'll also do news like politics, like anything that's like a big story. I always see it first on E! News. Hmm. Um, like the there was that guy from American Idol who was just like arrested for like domestic abuse. That was an interesting story. E news recently. Oh, um, there's another good one. So some of my favorite Twitter follows. Grant, I'll help you out here. Uh, Caucasian James. Do you follow Caucasian James? I do not. All right, you got to follow Caucasian James. It's just like a 24 year old that lives at home with his parents and <laughs> just like makes jokes on the internet. He's a top follow of mine for sure. Uh, the other one that's super top for me, there's a bunch of um, pages that are super similar, like guys posting their W's or guys posting their L's or guys uh, guys down bad as a page. But my favorite page from all those is something called The Horny Police. I think it's at The Horny Popo on Twitter. And they just post guys caught doing scandalous things online, which is guys say That's the stupidest awesome. stuff. <laughs> so I love, I love uh, reading through them catching Have guys online. Have you ever online. been featured on there, uh, Deppy? No, 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 no. I don't, I mean, I'm not a big, uh, yeah, I don't post a bunch of bad stuff. When you, I, I don't really like stuff very often. When either. you were a single guy, were you like big on social media, like with girls and stuff? Like, did you slide into DMs and try to talk to people or? I mean, I have slid into DMs before, but very rarely, I would say. I I wasn't a big – I've never posted a whole lot on Instagram. Twitter is kind of like the place I feel like don't people don't follow me, so I can kind of say more stuff and I'm not judged by anybody. It's like Grimes and Clayton follow me and some <laughs> of my friends from Detroit, and that's about it. So, Do you post daily on uh, Too Much Matt? Not daily. Definitely not daily. Um I'm trying to see if I can find a good horny police that I can read out, yeah. but uh, no, I I like daily. I would say, but I definitely don't retweet daily. Grant, what are yeah, you, yeah, what Grant, are some what of your you? favorite follows? So I was just looking at what I've been retweeting lately, and it's been a lot of Phil Mickelson. 
<laughs> he's great. So he he's pretty great on Twitter. I definitely recommend following him. Um, and then I was talking to, to Matt about this earlier, but there's a Twitter called uh, handle called Bananas Alert, and it would just tweet out whenever there's a close basketball or football game. Like it would tweet out the score and how much time was left and tell you what channel to go to. That's a, what a great public service. Yeah. So I just looked that up and they haven't tweeted since COVID hit, which is unfortunate. That is unfortunate. But I really hope Bananas Alert comes back to life because that was definitely a top three Twitter follow for me. So you mentioned Phil a second ago. What happened to his fireside chats? Do you think he stopped those? Was that anything because it was COVID related too? I used to really like those about a year or so ago. Yeah, I did too. And I'm not sure. I, I didn't hear anything. You know, I kind of forgot about it, to be honest yeah. with you. Um, hmm. And then, obviously, my favorite Twitter follow of all time is Tiger Tracker. Tiger Tracker, which oh yeah, kind of hit the wayside, too, which is unfortunate. Yeah, what happened to that guy? Did he get fired from Golf Channel or leave Golf Channel? I think so. I think... Ed, correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I believe it was during the time when Golf Channel was making a bunch of cuts, and they kind of cut him out. I'm I'm actually yeah. not sure what happened to him, but I think that sounds right because I I know a lot of people were up in arms because like he used to do such a fantastic job, and like so many people followed him, and I think a lot of people were calling out um, the executives at Golf Channel and NBC Sports for getting rid of him. But I do think that's what happened. I think you're right there. Yeah, one of his final tweets, um, it's been a wild, fun eight-year run here. That's taken me to places I've never dreamed of. As I've said, lots of uncertainty, which is likely to lead to a hiatus. Thanks for the memories, and we'll be in touch. So it's not like he even said what happened, but it sounded like he knew it was going to go down before it went down. I don't know. Um, Yeah. Any other uh, accounts you follow you want to share, Ed? No. So it's uh, E News, PGA Tour. Um, I like uh, all the different Yee Yee Twitter accounts, like the Yee Vehicles and um, just all like the memes and stuff they post are usually pretty funny. Hold on. You say that like I should know what the Yee Yee Vehicles is. No, like Yee Yee, like Granger Smith's brand. Like, um, so he he's got a Yee Yee Vehicles Instagram page. Yeah, and it's just like these like oh, really? jacked up trucks and stuff. I mean, there's Yee Yee girls, Yee apparel, Yee vehicles, um, Yee farm, Yee hunting, Yee eats. That's a good one. They've got, <laughs> <laughs> they've got a lot. Um, I'm following all of them. Feels like ye ye eats is even difficult to say. Yeah, ye ye is hard for me to say in general. Like uh, Grimes <laughs> is really good at saying it, but uh, like <laughs> ye eats like they're just making a Chick Fil A pizza right there. <laughs> but classic. Yeah. What about um, you? Okay. Here's a yeah. Go ahead. Wh- yeah. One more question for you, Grant. Since you're on Twitter, are you a Sham Sharania guy or are you a Adrian Wojnarowski guy? I would go with Wojo. Wojo? Yeah. I I love them both. I love when they try and get into stuff that's non-basketball related. Like yesterday when the verdict came out, they both tried to like be the first to tweet out what the verdict was. Yeah. Just always breaking whatever news possible. Who's, yep. 
Adrian, uh, I can't even say his last name. You said it beautifully, Matt. But um, he's who's quicker between the two of them, typically? Like, who will break it first? Depends, I think. They're back and forth a lot. I would say maybe Shams breaks most stuff a little bit faster. I think it depends who it comes from. Um, like, what what source they're getting it from. But, yeah, you never know. It's both. Yeah, I, I'm. I swear, some of the time, like the sources are in a group chat with like Shams and Adrian, and like Ramona, Shelburne, whatever. Um, and they just like post it, and whoever can tweet it fastest gets it. I don't know. Um. Okay. Uh. Let's see here. What else did I have on the list? Oh, did you guys watch the Jake Paul fight over the weekend? I mean, I watched like the minute and a half highlight of it <laughs> didn't pay for you it you watched the highlight yeah grant do you know who jake paul is i know who he is i did not watch any of the fight i did i do know he won yeah he won i he knocked out ben Askren. i really wanted jake paul to lose i just hate him so much yeah i'm also not a big fan i don't think you're gonna find anybody that's like oh yeah i love jake paul well, I mean, unless they're like a lot of people bet on him he was a favorite wasn't he he fights terrible fighters, right? He's just picking people that he knows he can win, and he's going to keep winning until yeah, someone I mean, big like, just beats the crap out of did him. Did you guys see the – like, I mean, that guy just – I mean, I know he was um, – what was he? He was a wrestler, and then he was a UFC fighter, right? But he just looked like a bag of bread, like just kind of overweight and didn't look athletic at all, and he got the crap kicked out of him. They said he wasn't even like a puncher in the UFC. He was like, um, like a, a brawler. Yeah. Like, yeah, a grappler. That's yeah. the word I was looking yeah. for. I mean, he's fighting people that aren't boxers and just beating them up. Did you did you see the Nate Robinson? You probably saw the memes, but did you watch the fight of that at all? Um, no, I didn't watch that fight, but I know what happened. And wasn't isn't Nate Robinson like five eight or like five seven? Like, isn't he a really small guy? I don't know if he's that short, but he's small compared to the NBA standards. I think he's definitely somewhere around 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, he was on like yeah. my most like hated basketball team ever. He was on the Celtics with like um, – who was that lineup? It was uh, Nate Robinson, Rajon Rondo, Glenn Davis, Al- uh, Paul Pierce, and Kevin Garnett like five, six years ago. And I think it was Ray Allen. Yeah, I don't know. But I just remember hating Nate Robinson, so I wanted him to lose that fight. So um, Nate Robinson's five foot nine, one eighty. Jake Paul is five foot ten. So it's oh no, six foot. It's actually fairly close. Yeah, I guess that is close. I always just think of Nate Robinson. I mean, five nine is tiny for the NBA, so that's why I probably thought he was shorter. Yeah. Wow. Did you know Jake Paul was on Disney Channel at one point? Yeah, he was on a show called Bizarre Bark. What? <laughs> yeah. How do you know that? I saw. S- I don't know. I was a big Disney Channel guy. Okay. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean you were a big Disney Channel guy? He was only on like three years ago. <laughs> Nobody talking about. Um, <laughs> um, no, but yeah, it's weird. Like, actually, there's like a there's a memes going around too of like I can't believe this is the same guy, and it's like it shows him on Disney Channel, and then it shows him like I don't even like uh, what he looks like now, and like the way he talks and stuff when it's like two different people. Yeah, like 
I, I think I saw one of him doing like the Disney mouse thing. Yeah. Like with the wand. You guys can't see me, obviously. Uh, but I'm doing the wand thing with my hand. And then in the next one, he's like cussing and like, I'm yeah, going to yeah. beat the... Nah, 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 nah. It's like, this is the same guy. Oh my goodness. It's crazy. I like his brother. I think Logan Paul's a cool dude. Um, really? Yeah. Why do you like his brother? I don't know. He just seems like a like a, like a a nice person. And like, a, he just seems like a, like a cool, like interesting guy and not like a dick. And Jake Paul just seems like an entitled like asshole. I've got them grouped in the same exact, like, group in my head. Have you ever listened They're to the, the same uh, person. Impulsive podcast? Absolutely not. Oh, see, I mean, he's got, he gets good guests on there all the time. Um, is that the one that Dave uh, Portnoy is on? That's the BFFs podcast with uh, Josh Richards. Um, but no, I think it's similar. You know- and actually, uh, I think, so Jake Paul is actually now, uh, I think uh, Dave Portnoy bought him. I think they're he's bought part, Jake Paul. Yeah, I think. Oh, well, at least they're bought bought into the uh, Impulsive Trill? podcast. Yeah, or something like that. Really, Grant? Are we over your head right now? Yeah, you definitely are. <laughs> do you know, Not do you know who my Josh language. Richards is? What's that? You no. know who Josh Richards is? No. I think he's a TikTok guy. Ed? Yeah, I think he's a TikTok guy. One of the Sway Boys, I believe. He's one of the what? <laughs> I, I don't love know. how you threw that in casually. Like, oh, yeah, I don't know. Like, maybe like one of the Sway Boys or something. I don't know, though. I don't you know. know really. like, uh, I don't know all of their names, but those guys, like uh, Bryce Hall and Josh Richards, and I don't know who the last one is. But, I mean, hey, Dave Portner likes them. I like them. I know they're TikTok guys. Dave Portner likes money, whatever brings up money. Yeah, so, so do I. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, let's see here. Uh, that's about the end of the topics I had. Can we, can we talk you guys about, have, did, didn't we want to talk about barf stories? Oh yeah. Grant, you had a bad stomach bug. Please oh, share it. Tell yeah. Us so it. I don't think I've told everyone tonight. <laughs> I'm drinking some ice cold seven up cause, uh, I had came down with this nasty stomach bug and it oh, was man. like Tuesday morning. I came home from work. Um, Watch my daughter. Everything's normal. And it starts to go bad about 12. And I don't know if it was something I ate for lunch, but by, what was it? By 3 o'clock, I was barfing. It, it was like a crescendo. Like it started every two hours, and it got down to every 15 minutes. Yikes. 3 p.m. or 3 a.m.? 3 p.m. is when it started getting really bad. So right after lunch, and you thought it was from lunch. It, it could have been. I don't. I don't know. Could have been food poisoning or a right. stomach bug. But it was. Do you like? Do you like to barf, or do you like absolutely loathe it? I actually don't mind it because I feel so much better afterwards. Uh, but doing it every 15 minutes is not ideal. Do you do you that tend hurts. to barf a lot? Because I feel like the last time I saw you, you were barfing too. <laughs> that's I not don't. very nice that's not very nice i don't recall you caught him with that one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> i knew that i, was where I, I was am pretty go. quick to barf yes yeah. yeah are you our barfer ed i'm not um the first time i mean I've, i barf from like being sick a couple of times like food poisoning or um 
yeah, or like being sick, but from like drinking, I I barfed twice, and one of them was the first time I ever drank. Um, we were at like a friend's. Be- I was eighteen or nineteen. We were at a friend's beach house, and my girlfriend at the time, um, like both neither of us really drank, and like our friends did at that point, and we were driving there. I was like, you know what? Like, I think I want to drink tonight. I just want to like try it out. Like all our friends do it. And she was like pretty against it. And she was like, no, she's like, you can have one if you want. And for whatever reason, I really just didn't like that. I felt uh, defiant. (laughs) So for my first time ever really drinking, I had 13 beers. And um, (laughs) uh, then we were outside on, this was like a beach condo. We were outside in the sand sitting in a circle and like one of our friends had just come back from like a missions trip in Africa and was like telling us about her like missions trip. And like, I just like crawl into the middle of the circle and I start puking, um, oh, in front of no. everyone. And like, uh, Nash, who was like, Oh shit. I just said her name. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Editor, please help us out. Thank you. My, my, uh, my, yeah, she, I, I think she was like, uh, you, I thought you only had one. And I was like, no, I had three. That was my response. But yeah, it had been like 13, and um, that was bad. But And then the, the other time I puked, it was on Josh Grimes, our fellow podcaster's floor, and it left like a giant black hole. It was after drinking. What? Like, yeah. It was after drinking four Locos, like two of those tall cans in college. And that was it. I never drank four oh, Locos I was gonna after say. that. But... It wasn't recent, right? It's not his new apartment? No, no, no. This was like in almost 10 years ago. Or like, yeah, 2011, 2012, around that time. What about you? Are you a big puker, uh, I Debbie? absolutely hate puking. It's my least favorite thing in the world. I I uh, was sick. Um, what year is it? I was sick uh, nine and a half years ago. That was might maybe I puked between then, but... I probably haven't puked in like nine and a half years. So you've never really puked from drinking ever? Never. Never. Whoa. I hate it. Wow. I hate uh, the feeling of something like coming up from within you that you can't control. Wow. So I just choose not to. So basically as an adult, like as your whole adult life has been pretty puke free. Correct. That's pretty Yeah, awesome. I was uh, I was at Dork College the last time I puked. I had a stomach bug and I, I couldn't not. Yeah, it was bad. I And even experiences like that just taint you. I didn't like it up to that point, even in like high school and stuff. And then I had a terrible experience and then, yep. So what happens to, to you when you've had like, or even like in the past, like had way too much to drink? What is your, like, how does your body handle it? What do you do? Um, I, so first of all, my body knows when it's like running out of energy, it needs to go to bed. So at some point throughout the night, it'll just realize Yo, I got to get to bed as soon as possible and I'll make a beeline for wherever I'm sleeping and like nothing can stop me. So that's like before, but I never like consider like throwing up at all. I, I don't know. My body just handles it. Do you ever get the spins or are you past getting the spins from? I, I'm kind of past it. I used to get them a lot, but I don't really get them anymore. Grant, if it's like a really bad. Dare I ask uh, how many times have you puked from drinking? Like, do you know? Uh, no, I don't. Um, I can, I remember the times that have been really, really bad. Um, 
probably the worst worst time I ever had was my brother's wedding. And I was puking until like 6 p.m. the next day. Oh, oh my goodness. It was Did you give the best best man speech? Yeah, that was before I got drunk. So, oh. But I had I think it was like around 12 to 15 beers that night, but they were too hearted. Uh, oh, so, geez. Yeah, it was it was a pretty heavy night for sure. That's crazy. I mean, a two-hearted is like 6.7% ABV. That's yeah. like each one of those is like two Coors Light. So it's like the equivalent of drinking like a 30-rack of <laughs> light beer. So, yeah, that was by far my worst night, and I haven't gotten to that point again and don't ever want to. Wow. How long ago was that? Uh, that was, I think, three and a half years ago. So, but I would say on average, like in a year, maybe I'll puke once or twice from drinking. That's not too bad. That's good. Sounds like a healthy ratio. Yeah, it, pretty healthy for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Super healthy. Okay, um, question. And uh, I guess we'll start with Ed. Ed, uh, anything, any gambles you're taking, either you took last weekend, you're taking during the week, or you're about to take this weekend? Anything you want to share? Any picks no, you want to give us? Um, no, I, I actually haven't at all. I was, um, I, I was kind of turned off after the Masters. I made a couple of bad bets, and uh, none of them hit. And it was a little, you know, it's like a week after losing every bet you made. You don't really feel like betting the next week, or at least I don't. So I don't. Um, I was, as far as, like, picks go, I mean, last week, it was pretty cool to see Stuart sink win. Um, what's crazy is, like... I would have believed you if you told me he was 57 years old. I didn't think I think 47 actually sounded young to me because I remember like 2009 at the open championship when there was a 59 year old Tom Watson who looked like he was going to win and he was upset by Stuart sink. I thought Stuart sink was 49 then. And that was like 12 years ago, 10 years ago. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, what's the grid? You know, what's the tournament coming up this weekend? It's the, I think it's the Zurich Classic. Oh, it is a Zurich Classic where they're which doing is, uh, partners. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. What type of partners are they doing? Like best ball or scramble or? I think it's a mix, actually, depending on the oh, really? day or round. Um, I honestly haven't been sick. I really haven't been up to date on my. Uh, usually, like on the day off of work, I'll. I'll uh, check everything out and make sure I know what's going on for the sports weekend, but haven't got caught up yet. Hmm. Uh, do you have any picks for us throughout the week, or not even not even golf related, non golf related picks? Well, golf related. I'll, I'll say, just like, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I'll say I'll say golf related. I like Tony Finau and Cameron Champ. I was about to say it. Two big hitters together. Yeah, I love that. And <laughs> I I think they're playing. I know. Uh, Cameron Champ is pretty outspoken and like advocating for um, Black Lives Matter and, and just certain social issues. So I think they got a lot to play for this week, especially. Week. Yeah. yeah. So I, I like those two. Is it actually in Zurich in Europe? No, no it's in like it's... Florida or something or New Orleans. Yeah, New Orleans. Yeah. Yep. Okay. This is like the one where like you'll always see like alligators on the course and stuff, and people will go and like touch them and like there's videos of like one player like 
tapping the tail and it running into the water compared to like um like smiley kaufman who sees it and he like freaks out and like runs away it's pretty <laughs> funny um i really like the pairing of colin morikawa and matt wolf you got like mm. a ton of power and then like precision and like finesse so i think that's a great combo right there and those are two guys who can um like turn it on in a second yeah too which yeah you need to make a lot of birdies in the format like this so and you've got xander shoffley and patrick cantley playing together also that's a great combo yeah it should be pretty fun what about you matt any picks golf related not golf related any bets you've made any i'm not really golf related um i've been picking basketball over unders recently i've been parlaying basketball open over unders and um like taking like six different ways to see if anything hits. Are you still betting with and, nickels or how are you? Uh, are you up? Yeah, yeah. A little just, bit? No, 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 no. I, I, a dollar bill at a time. But uh, last week, last week I bet twenty dollars total and I won. Uh, let's see here. I think about eighty dollars total. Okay. So I had four to one last week, which is a pretty big week yeah, for me. But good. I haven't been doing it this week. I've been busy with work and school, so. Are you betting on any of the games tonight? Um, yeah, I took the overs. So okay. Barstool has a bet where the three teams parlayed. Can they get over 200? Oh, okay. So nice. I took that bet. It's got like a 51% chance of hitting, and it's got plus 135 odds because they odds boosted it. So me and my friend Dave took that one. I like it. But, but yeah, by the time you hear this, you'll know if it hit or missed, but you won't be able to take it too. So... Yeah, that's all I've got. Um, any any other topics? Any uh, disowns of the week or your buzz of the week that you want to share? Anything you got for us? I'll share well, my buzz of the week. Yeah, what was it? Oh. So I mowed my lawn for the first time earlier this week, and it was it was just such a good feeling. The smell of mo- freshly mowed grass, getting it cleaned up from, you know, it was the first time I mowed since last fall. So that was definitely a big buzz. Two beer buzz of the week. Yep, that's fun. You have a rider or a push? A push. I I don't have that big a lawn, but it takes maybe I don't know forty five minutes. So Grant, that's really funny because that's gonna that was gonna be my buzz of the week also. Except mine's a little uh, little lamer because I I mowed my lawn for the first time uh, this past Saturday, and it was my first time in my entire life using a lawn mower ever what <laughs> so, yep first wow. time 20 27 years old um mowed, mowed my lawn it's proud nice. of you it felt great do you i have loved a, it do you have a rider or a push mower no, i just got a push mower we don't have that big i mean it's not yeah it's a pretty small lawn um but we actually do you got would do you have a lawn you have a lawn right obviously uh grandpa deputy do you have a lawn not not really. I don't mow it. We have a service apart that from, mows there. Apart, apart from mowing, do you guys do any type of like lawn care, or like fertilization and or seeding or any of that aerating, any of that stuff, or do you hire people to do it? Um, I've gone back and forth on the fertilization. We've hired people in the past. This year, uh, we're doing it on our own. Um, but then, as far as like all the trimming, you know, edge work, I'll do that myself. What about mulching? Do you have you mulched? No, I haven't. So we did, uh, we mulched, also mulched for the first time this over the weekend. Another great buzz of the week. It was really fulfilling when we were done because I thought that was going to be like a couple hour project. It ended up being like two full days of work. And we like 
we found out after the fact that everybody just gets their mulch delivered and we figured we could just go pick it up. So we rented, um, not rented, sorry. We borrowed my father-in-law's pickup truck and went to Menards to go pick up mulch. And we're like, yeah, like 15 bags, two cubic feet per bag. That sounds about right. We ended up going back to Menards seven times and needing like 110 bags, but finally got it done. It just uh, was a lot way bigger of a project and a lot more expensive and a lot more work than we thought it was going to (laughs) be. Typically people like drop it off in the driveway and then your driveway gets stained for like three months because of all the dye they have in the mulch. Yep. So what um, color, what color mulch did you go with? We went with black mulch actually. Black. Mm -hmm. Aggressive look. (laughs) I mean the brick on the exterior of our house is like dark gray. So I thought it would look, look good. I I think it looks good. We'll see. You can tell me next time you come. Does your grass need fertilizer or anything? Oh, yeah, big time. Uh, that's why I was asking. I was trying to figure out the best lawn care strategy moving forward. But we, I hired a company to come out and do like all the like uh, seeding, aerating, and fertilizing for this time. And then we're going to try to just maintain it moving forward. But, yeah, my, my lawn's a mess. It looks really bad. Everybody's probably been talking up and down your street. Well, yeah, because hey, like, are they going to fix their lawn? The envy of our block is right across the street from mine, so you've got the best-looking lawn and the worst-looking lawn looking at each other <laughs> all day long. That sucks. Yeah. Yikes! What about you, Deppy? Any buzz of the week? Any disown of the week? Um, I'll say my buzz of the week. I mean, plenty of buzz of the week. Life is grand. Um, on Friday night we had. Ellen's family over and we cooked them uh, steaks, some Delmonico steaks, garlic mashed potatoes, um, roasted uh, broccoli. So wonderful meal. How'd you make it? You Uh, on a grill, a cast iron skillet. How'd you do it? So, so I did the steaks in a skillet and then put the skillet in in the oven for like seven or eight minutes. Good man. They they were a little overcooked. I'd never cooked steaks that thick before. They were some like one and a half inch thick steaks. So I was really worried about giving them like raw meat. So I went the other way and they ended up not like overcooked. So good, good crust on the outside though. Oh, great crust. I love throwing a little butter in the pan with it Mm -hmm. and uh, just like basting it over the steak. Oh yeah. A little garlic. So yeah, the meal was delicious. That was definitely my two beer buzz. Love it. Um, As far as dishonor of the week, um, I mean, my professor every single week, that's all I have. Anything, any disowns of the week from you guys? Otherwise, we can wrap it up here. No. Awesome. Cool. Well, uh, Grant, thank you for joining us. We'll have to have you back on when we um, talk over uh, the Kirk Johnson Memorial golf outing when we talk some smack. After with, you guys uh, lose Josh. to Josh Knight, who couldn't be here tonight, we miss you, Josh. But um, yeah, we'll we'll do a. We'll do a pre-show. We'll, we'll have you back pre-show. on that. How's that there, sound? There was a lot of smack talk on, on one of the previous episodes, and they were basically saying we should just give it to them. So I, that's – yeah, they don't know what's coming. Grant, <laughs> we, have, we have no choice but then to give it to them. Yeah. You got we're going right. to give it to them the only way we know how. Can't wait. So – um yeah thanks grant again for joining us uh go follow us on socials go follow us at two beer buzz on instagram and on twitter make sure you follow our podcast so you get updates every time that we submit it um every friday morning and yeah we'll talk to you next time cheers cheers guys cheers gary
Just like that summer sun shining on my skin. Just like that front row kick drum kick.